This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai. There's joy in every journey. Welcome back to You Better You Bet, brought to you by BetMGM with Nick Costos and Ken Barkley on the BetQL Network. Good stuff from Matt Moore in the last segment, talking NBA All-Star Weekend, whatever the hell that was that we watched. How to fix it. And I, I thought his stuff on regular season win totals was really interesting. Uh, I'm I'm jacked up for the second half of the NBA season. As bad as All-Star Weekend was, I can't wait for the rest of the regular season and the playoffs as well. Also can't wait for the NCAA tournament, conference championship week in college hoops. Our pal Brad Evans stops by in 20 minutes from live on the line, our stadium teammate, and uh, has a new venture as well that we'll talk to Brad about. Brad will join us on the show in 20 minutes, talking college basketball, the whale capper Drew Dinsick still to come, all our bets for tonight coming up in the power hour, the final hour of the show. Uh, but this is our first show, my and Ken's first show together since last Monday. Uh, so we did the show Monday after the Super Bowl, and then literally the next day, on Valentine's Day, Tim Bontemps from ESPN releases the infamous straw poll, right, for NBA Most Valuable Player. <laughs> yeah, the, I mean, it kind of is. And in this, uh, this the, 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 the notorious, uh, what would he be, the, the, the TB like, whatever. Like uh, TBT, I don't know, yeah. TBT. Uh, and in the straw poll, Nicole Jokic was the runaway uh like leader in terms of first place votes. Jokic sits at minus 140 to win NBA Most Valuable Player, um, which he's obviously won a couple times in the past already, and is the reigning NBA Finals MVP. Jokic minus 140 at BetMGM, followed by Shea Gilgis-Alexander of Oklahoma City, plus 220. Giannis is at 8-1, to Luka Doncic at 11, Jason Tatum at 40, Kawhi Leonard and Jalen Brunson at 80, and I'll just throw Donovan Mitchell in there also because the Cavs have been really good. Mitchell is 125 to one. So again, it's been a week since we've last been on the show. We had a Tim Bontemps straw poll, had a couple days of inactivity <laughs> with uh, all with all the players to think about things sure. and absorb a little bit. Where are you at right now on NBA Most Valuable Player? I think, uh, look, I think the market for this award is uh, always going to really closely match the polling, right? Which makes sense. Um, <laughs> if you have a market for an award and every so often a like very rigorously compiled thorough documentation of like who people are thinking about comes out then that would be a good thing for like market to like take into account with pricing and people are going to bet it so that it kind of matches right so you you read kind of the result basically the the bullet points from the poll is like Jokic got almost all the firsts Shea got some of the firsts but like all the seconds Giannis got all the thirds and Luca got all the fourths and so if you know that and you were like all right just knowing that how would you price this market you'd probably come up with something really close to what the market looks like right now. So, okay, like we know why things are priced the way they are. You can't really disagree. Like the poll came out. Like, what are you going to say? Those people didn't vote for Jokic or they didn't vote for SGA. They did. They, they told you where they're at right now. And so the only reason to bet into the market would be 
if you think that like one of two things is true that like either the there is something that's going to happen in the second half of the season maybe the team schedules maybe something like what matt is it just gave us last segment about like denver is going to play a little worse and oklahoma city is going to play a little better and so he likes sga so it's like all right there's going to be something team performance or i would actually even add to that something that i just i can't kind of like get out of my brain a little bit and uh you know i don't even know if it's like a bettable opinion necessarily just that like it's different to vote in a straw poll that you know doesn't matter versus voting when you know your vote counts and like what it means when you say someone is the MVP, which is something that I think that the voters take extremely seriously at the end. And I'd be, I would just be curious if we got to the end of the year and things kind of looked like how they look right now, where Jokic and SGA are, are first and second, a lot of the advanced stats and Giannis is behind them and Luca's behind them and the team records are what they are. I'm curious if they would, <clears throat> excuse me, vote in a strong in numbers for Jokic as uh as they have in the poll my my guess is and you've hit your first nick is doing a lot of like 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 exuberance off camera you hit your first period sorry i'm guessing i, I, I did the crack, had, the crack had been on i had to bring it up because you're like, like incredibly distracting sorry. i had to bring it up sorry yeah, it's fine. So, sorry yeah you're fine <laughs> my bad so no you hit your first period over it's really good you want you literally <laughs> want to bet while i'm talking about mvp um so i think like I'm just not sure when push comes to shove that they're going to like turn out for Jokic in this big of a number when it actually counts, I guess would be the right way to think about it. So look like I'm, <laughs> I fired a bullet in this market. I bet Embiid a ton and then had to get out of it by like betting a lot of guys. So I have to kind of be on the sidelines more on this one. I have to, like, I just, I don't have any, I don't have a lot of wiggle room. I don't have a lot of flexibility in terms of like betting a ton of money into this, but uh that look, the bullet points are the market matches the poll. So if you want to enter this market and make a bet, you basically have to be like either one of two things. This poll can change dramatically with like on-court performance. And here's why I think that's going to happen. Or that plus like when push comes to shove and voters actually have, like, who did you actually vote for? Do they want to give Jokic a third or do they want to do something new? And I'm always very pro voters in these situations. If given an out to do something new, picking a new thing, especially with this award. Um, I'm almost like no award in any sport like bears this out that you have like a window where you win MVPs and then we don't go back to you unless you're Michael Jordan or you're LeBron James. And so the new things in this situation would be a lot of things. Actually, SGA would be the most likely new thing. That's who Matt likes. I can't say that that's like a bad idea. I think he could definitely win. Uh, I think there's a case that Luca could win MVP still, but it requires the team to play better. Uh, there's probably a really weird Tatum case that would make no sense, but if enough people think it, they're just going to vote for it, even if it makes like who cares what I think? It makes no sense to me, but it makes sense to them. Okay, um, and then Kawhi and Brunson are a little tougher to make, so I, I think there's a chance they go with something new at the end, but we're not going to have any evidence of that because the evidence that we just got is like it's Jokic and and that's it. You better. You bet with Nick and Ken here on a Monday talking NBA Most Valuable Player. And then the Tim Bontem straw poll. Uh, Jokic, obviously, lion share of the first place votes. He's minus 140 to win Most Valuable Player at our show sponsor, BetMGM. So, like, even, like, I'm looking at the, the board right now, right? And I, look, I think, like, you've kind of earned the cachet, right? Where you say, kind of like, here's my opinion. I don't know if it's going to play out like this, but you feel pretty strongly about it. I um, think you probably earned some cachet at this point now, right? Uh, people should listen to that. And it makes a lot of sense that voters might be into something different. And I would say, just kind of supporting what you said about Jokic there, he also, like, he he won the NBA title last year, and he won finals MVP. 
It's not like they like lost to Miami and it's like, oh well, he lost, so like he's gonna win his third MVP. Like he won Finals MVP also. Like it's recognized that he's the best, which I think almost like like supports the point that you're making, right? Where maybe they're gonna try and do something different. Uh, Giannis has won MVP a couple times already, which takes us to like the guys that you mentioned, right? SGA, Luca, Tatum, Kawhi, and Brunson. You could throw Donovan Mitchell in there if you want, but sure. you know probably not for Donovan right. Mitchell. And and as I'm looking at these names and I'm trying to think about. Like, what do I think here? You know, something that you said, Ken, consistently throughout the first half of the season, and curious if you kind of still hold this opinion, because you didn't say it when you brought up this player. I'm guessing you still think this, right, for Shea Gilgis-Alexander, is that, like, nobody cares because he plays in Oklahoma City. Like, no one talks about SGA. He's having a better year than Jalen Brunson. Jalen Brunson gets a ton more publicity and a ton more press because he's a starting point guard of the Knicks, and he plays in a major media market. So are you are you down on SGA for that here? And if that's the case, then, like, there, the, the, there could be, like, a great betting opportunity here in this particular market. If, we're, if we don't like Jokic, not that he can't win, but you kind of presented a compelling piece of evidence. Maybe voters, when it comes push comes to shove, maybe won't write the name down. If SGA gets dinged because of the market that he plays in, and Giannis has won a couple already, now we're talking like 11, 40, 80, 80, 125 for, for, the, for the rest of the options. Like, is that kind of how you view this market right now? Is that the prism you view it through or, or something else? Yeah, so I, I think like, it's uh, there's like kind of an angel devil on the shoulder, right? Because like the angel on the shoulder is going to say, hey, look, like oh, we do awards all the time. And one of the hallmark pieces of advice is like when the voters tell you what they're going to do, just believe them. And so that's like the one voice on the shoulder is saying that. And that would, and people like people would say, oh, that would lead you to bet Jokic. No, that would lead you to bet nothing because that would say that the poll and the market are the same. Like there is no bet if you just think the, the bond time straw poll is what it is. To be fair, Jokic also, even since the poll was released, played a couple like really clunker games. They blew a lead to Sacramento at home. So like the poll might actually be closer between Jokic and SGA, like if it was conducted a week later and Jokic would still be ahead, but maybe the margin is like shifted a little. And I think that's reflected in the market too. He was a bigger favorite. He was like 180, 185. Now he's not. Now he's 140. So that's in there too, just to like reference that like there were a couple games since the poll. So the angel on the shoulder is like, hey man, like the voters told you it's Jokic. Just just buy that it's Jokic. Like, it's cool. And then there's kind of like the devil on the shoulder, which is like, be contrarian. Like, you know that something's up here. Like, it's seriously, like, you just, it's it's tough to explain. Is he wearing a brown jersey? And is his name Joe oh, Flacco? Man. Well, he might be wearing, yeah, right. Yeah, exactly. You're right. He's a two-time Coach of the Year winner, Kevin Stefanski. It's still ridiculous that any of that happened. And uh, and I think, but even if, like, whatever, maybe that was lucky. you just like, I, I think about this stuff a lot. There is some part of me gut feel subjective whatever that kind of thinks just that Jokic isn't going to win and i don't know who's going to win and i'm not saying like it's this guy it's it's this guy not even that it can't be Jokic. just like you combine all of this puzzle together all of the pieces and you go all right like multiple time winner who definitely like voters will not feel under any obligation to give further trophies to if presented with a, a good candidate uh the team success angle they're all going to be jumbled, and I think Denver's the least likely of, like, the big four in the West to be the one seed. Like, Minnesota, Oklahoma City, and the Clippers all seem, but just because of, like, how they would view the regular season, they would all seem like more likely ones, especially Minnesota and Oklahoma City, and especially Minnesota, to be honest. They seem like much more likely ones. So he's not going to be the one, and he's probably not going to be the two. 
So maybe he's the three, but like three, four or five, maybe something in that range. Okay. He's not having the best season he's ever had. Not even close. And there's all these new candidates and maybe they're all, and they're all flawed too, to be fair. But like, there's just something very unappealing about Jokic as an MVP candidate this year. It's the, the team's worse than last year and he's not quite as good and he's got two. And you can, I think that comes across by the way, I know it didn't come across in the straw poll, but I do think in how television shows, podcasts talk about this award, there's very little, they don't even start with the premise that he's ahead. It's like, he doesn't exist. It's like, sure, if push came to shove, they'd probably say, like a couple were like, well, I guess it'd be Jokic right now, but I actually want to talk about this other guy. And the other guy has been five different players. It's been Brunson, and it's been Kawhi Leonard, and it's been Jason Tatum, and SGA, and like all these different candidates. So I just, uh, I guess the thing that I would be the most confident in, rather than like trying to dart throw, like that's the guy, I don't know who the guy's going to be at the end, and it could be Jokic. Just that, like, it seems like Jokic has a lot pulling against his candidacy, and it's some of it's unfair, but it's there, and there's just a part of me, like, sort of just gut feel. I really don't think he's going to win, and I think at the end of the year, people are going to, I don't know what they're going to talk themselves into, and it could be really dumb, but I think they're going to talk themselves into something and uh it, sga will be the one everyone gravitates toward because his numbers are the best in the all-in-one metrics people that, that things that tend to like go to the winner he'll be the best my counter to that is i think you just the way i view these awards is and this will kind of be my last point on this part you i don't care about who's first i just care about who's in the first group and if you're in the first group you can be in the discussion and then it's subjective with who voters like from that group. So if you're first or third, I don't really care, but I care that you're in the top five because then you get to be in the discussion. Like if you're 27th in like relevant metrics, you can't even get in the discussion. Like Tyrese Halliburton can't get in the discussion or, you know, like uh, Sabonis can't get in the discussion, like players that are really good, but they're just like not that good. And I don't know like exactly what the group's going to be, but I think like the group for discussion at the end is going to be some is going to be Jokic, SGA, Giannis, and Luca are definitely going to be in it for sure. And then like maybe Kawhi, Tatum has to play way better. But again, like people can do some crazy stuff. And then once you're in that group, then it's subjective. Like I don't care who's number one, and I don't think voters necessarily will this year either. They can vote for the guy who's second in PER or third. It's okay. They don't they don't have to vote for the guy just because he's number one. So I, I think like it'll be really interesting when we get there. I don't know who they're going to pick but I don't think they're going to pick Jokic as often as people think. I know it's not apples to apples. How would you describe, though, your confidence in Jokic not winning MVP as it relates to your confidence in DeMar Hamlin not winning NFL <laughs> Comeback Player of the Year? Sure. And I, I, under, uh, and I understand that, that is a question that markets. is at that right, different yeah. market and, like, like it no is a polling. sincere, it, it, it is, it is a betting question only is what this is. Yeah. So curious, kind of like how, how does your confidence level rate between the two? Um, more confident that he's not going to win than Hamlin because Hamlin was like a unicorn kind of a market. We just don't see stuff like that where the, the actual performance in the games is irrelevant. Oh, how'd that guy do? Uh, it doesn't matter guys. Didn't you see like it's already done. Like who, what, what market behaves this way? Like who, who talks about things like this? And that was a real thing. And he, and he got, he got the most first place votes by far. So it just, it's, I guess the only way that they're similar is just uh, all evidence 
not all evidence, I guess, but like a lot of current talk, discussion, polling would lead you to a very obvious conclusion. And yet there is like some part of like history, the way people tend to do this stuff, what's going to happen in the future that would lead me to think that's not what's going to happen. And I guess those, th those two things do share that. Hamlin's the favorite. Oh, it's just going to be like that. Well, I don't know when we get to the end of the year and this and this and this, maybe he won't win with this award. Look, we got the poll. You can nail it to my forehead. Jokic is quote ahead right now um, by a lot. I think when we get to the end, I don't think he's going to win. My interpretation of this, of what you just said, I think there's like a crazy opportunity in this market. It's like make a lot of money potentially. We'll have to re revisit this at some time in the near future. But coming up next, we'll get some college hoops with our friend Brad Evans, Nick and Ken here on You Better You Bet.